Welcome back to The Hedge with Double D. The Hedge with Double D. Thank you for joining me. Uh, it's just me today, going solo, but uh, we're here for the weekend recap and some Monday night football picks. We got a big game tonight. We got the Packers and the Raiders, but go Pack, go baby. You know we're Packers fans here at The Hedge. Um and we're going to be cheering for the pack. We're cheeseheads here. I wish my buddy Colin was here uh, so we could really talk about the pack today. But it's just me. Um, we'll get some of them back later this week when we do official picks for next week. So um, let's just jump into Monday Night Football picks. I know that's what y'all are here for. You're here for the picks. You're here to make some money. Let's do the Monday Night Football picks first, and then we'll do the recap of last weekend's games. So Monday Night Football, Packers, Raiders, um, Raiders, this spread's gone back and forth. Um, at one point, the Packers were favored. The Raiders were favored at first, then it jumped to the Packers, and now it's back to the Raiders. Um, and uh, it's at minus two or minus two and a half um, favoring the Raiders. So it's it's a strange line. Uh, a lot of the betters are back and forth. Um, the money's been back and forth. Um I think if it jumps up to three, I would imagine money pours in on the Packers because plus three turns into a lot, especially in Vegas, where I'd imagine the Packers show up very well. Um, They travel well, the fans travel well in general, but it's always fun. You know, it would be fun to go to Vegas um, for the weekend for the Monday night game. So I imagine the Packers have a good showing. So there's not like much of a home field advantage for the Raiders. Um, But the injuries are really what's making this hard to pick. Um, I'm going to give you some same game parlay picks, um, but I'm just going to advise you when I'm going to actually do, I'm going to hold these picks until the game, like right before the game, because I'm waiting to see exactly if Devontae Adams is going to play. It looks like he's going to play. It looks like Jair, Jair Alexander is going to play for the Packers. Um, so that's big. If, if Devontae Adams wasn't hurt, I would be jumping all over his total or sorry, over on yards and score a touchdown. But with the injury, I'm just not totally sure. Um, so I might just stay away from Devontae Adams. Um, but that is going to make me look towards Josh Jacobs rushing wise. Um, Packers are terrible against the rush uh, defense wise. So I would imagine even though the Raiders have been bad running the ball, this is their chance to kind of ride it. Josh Jacobs is a good running back. I imagine he gets his, um, especially if they're not going to be throwing quite as much to Devontae Adams, maybe. Um, On the Packers side, it looks like Aaron Jones is not going to play, so it's going to be A.J. Dillon again, who's been very disappointing as a Packers fan. Um, I'm going to lean toward A.J. Dillon's under, and that's going to be part of one of my picks because maybe it's wishful thinking, but hopefully the Packers give Patrick Taylor some more carries and AJ Dillon, they kind of split carries because he just, AJ Dillon hadn't been doing it, man. Um, maybe give it to him on those short yarded situations or near the goal line. Cause he's so big, but he just really hasn't, he hasn't been able to squeak through the holes like Aaron Jones can. So um, maybe Patrick Taylor will be a better option. We'll see. But uh, having said that, let's jump into one of my picks. Cause I, like I said, Aaron or AJ Dillon under is a, is part of that. And Josh Jacobs over is the other part of that. So um, even though both teams are really bad run defenses, we just, the Packers haven't been able, A.J. Dillon hasn't been able to run the ball very well. Um, 
and hopefully Patrick Taylor takes over and gets some more opportunities. So I'm going to take A.J. Dillon under 48 and a half rushing yards. And I'm going to take Josh Jacobs over 74 and a half because I think he will get it done. He'll get a couple big rushes, and I think he'll turn one of those into a touchdown. So looking at DraftKings, DraftKings gives you a 50% boost. Um, no, I'm not sponsored by DraftKings yet. <laughs> but DraftKings, uh, Josh Jacobs, anytime touchdown. Josh Jacobs over 74 and a half yards. A.J. Dillon under 48 and a half. Um, I'm not buying or selling any yards there. That gives you plus 400. With the 50% boost, that boosts it up to plus 600. So it's super juicy there. So plus 600, I love that. Um, put a Put a unit on that. Again, Josh Jacobs to score, Josh Jacobs over 74 and a half, and AJ Dillon under 48 and a half. Um, if I jump over to my FanDuel account, FanDuel is also given a 50% boost on a three-leg same game parlay. Same thing as DraftKings, gotta be three legs, gotta be same game parlay. Um, so I'm gonna focus more on the Packers here. Um, I think we're not gonna run the ball that well. And if we do, hopefully it's Patrick Taylor. But I think Jordan Love throws it a uh Maybe not a lot, but he throws it enough. I think he'll get at least one passing touchdown, which I know is not great odds, but I feel great about it. So throw it in because you got to have three legs. So they don't all have to be, you know, great or juicy. But Jordan Love, one passing touchdown. Also, Jordan Love, 225 or more passing yards. So we are pushing that down. I think it's at 235 and a half for him, but down to 225, a little safer. I think he's going to throw it a lot. Uh, Watson should be back. I don't know if he'll be 100%, but I think it'll be enough for us to get a couple big plays, at least at 225 passing yards, at least one touchdown. And I think it'll be a close game. So I'm going to add the Packers plus three and a half. Add a buy a point on there, plus three and a half. If they lose on a last second field goal, you'll still cover. Um, I'm leaning towards the Packers even winning this game. So I like the plus three and a half. I feel like that's a kind of a comfortable cover there. Um, all of all three of these, as you can tell, are much more. We're buying touchdowns, we're buying yards, we're buying points. But it's a par same game parlay, which you get the fifty percent boost. So to me, that's worth it. A little safer. Without the boost, it's plus one eighty one. With the boost, you get plus two seventy one. So still plus two seventy one. Still pretty good odds there. Um, so again, my second same game parlay: Jordan Love one touchdown, at least two hundred twenty five passing yards, and the Packers plus three and a half. So those are your two same game parlays I'm putting out for y'all tonight. Um, you know, um, listen to everything I said about that. See if you agree with what I'm saying um, and see if you want to uh, join me on those. If you do, good luck. Let's go pack. I'm um, excited for the game tonight. And we will be right back for the recap of last weekend. So stick around, stay with us. Um, thank you for joining us. All right, thanks for sticking around. Welcome back to The Hedge with Double D. The Hedge with Double D. Um, we have done our Monday Night Football talk, so uh, let's jump into our recap from last weekend here. Uh, we'll start with college football. Um, in terms of The Hedge, we went 3-2. and two. Last week we went 4-1, and one. this week 3-2, and two, so two pretty good weeks back-to-back. Um, and our Colorado pick only missed by a half point, unfortunately. So, uh, we missed the Colorado pick, um, and we missed the Washington state, uh, pick. So 
Those were both unfortunate, but uh, we did hit on Georgia. We hit on the Iowa under. Love the Iowa under. <laughs> um, and then if you coupled that with Iowa to cover, that also hit. But then we also hit um, with Alabama minus two. So three and two, pretty good weekend. Um, <clears throat> in terms of kind of top 25 wrap up, Georgia looked really good bouncing back from a couple of uh, maybe not so great games, really taking it to Kentucky. Michigan looked good. Uh, then Texas, Oklahoma, man, what a game. Great Red River rivalry um, back and forth. Texas comes back, but then Oklahoma wins it at the end. Great game. So Texas is probably going to drop a little bit. Oklahoma will rise up in the rankings and they'll, um, you know, that'll kind of go back and forth. I would imagine with the big 12, those definitely seem like the two best teams in the big 12. Um, Ohio state was shaky in the first half. And then came back, and I feel like Ohio State always runs up the score at the end to make it look better than it was. But again, they won by twenty. Um, and then the ACC, you have an interesting race in the ACC. Uh, Florida State handled; <clears throat> they could have looked better for sure, um, but they ended up still winning by like twenty-two. Um, and then Louisville wins, even though it's not an ACC game; it's kind of ACC game, you know, whatever. They beat um, Notre Dame. Um, big win for Louisville. And then uh, North Carolina keeps chugging along, just destroyed Syracuse. And then Miami with that terrible loss at the end, terrible coaching, not needing it. That's just unfortunate, um, kind of funny. I'm excited to see or hear how upset the Levitard show will be. That'll make that a good show. So that's always interesting when Miami <laughs> does something stupid like that. But if you look at the ACC, you had North Carolina, Louisville, and Florida State all at the top. Um, you would have thought it'd be Clemson up there, but you've got a three-team race. And what's really interesting is they don't play each other this year. None of those three teams play each other. Um, so they're all you know, going to be the top two teams uh, just based on if they can beat the other teams um, and who is going to slip up. They all play Duke. They all play Miami. So maybe Duke and Miami can kind of beat one or two of them, and that can kind of decide who's in the ACC championship. So ACC a little bit more exciting than I expected. Um, so that's always good. Um Moving on, uh, like we said, Pac-12 stuff. Uh, Washington State could not. They, man, they did not look very good. Um, their quarterback Cam Ward had been playing great. Just UCLA, I guess, had a much better defense. Um, but UCLA won that, and then Oregon State uh, won again. Uh, looked pretty good. Um, and then rounding out with the SEC, that LSU Missouri game was crazy. Um, LSU ended up. Uh, handling business at the end with the pick six to kind of put it all down to 10 points just makes it look like a bigger win but it was really close game really good game um, big win for LSU and could have been a huge win for Missouri so too bad for them um, and then Old Miss doesn't cover but they take care of business with a win so um, and then my team Wisconsin they beat Rutgers they don't look great they look okay they favored by like 10 against Iowa next week already. Um, so that's a huge spread. I might jump on Iowa immediately before that. I would imagine it's going to come down a little bit, even though it's at Camp Randall in Wisconsin. But uh, we'll see. We'll uh, discuss that Wednesday night when we put that show out Thursday or Friday. Y'all can listen to see if we do take Wisconsin or not. Um, otherwise, um, we'll see kind of who take. I mean, obviously, I'd imagine Ohio State jumps in and then Florida State just kind of follows suit for the top four. But um, <clears throat> a really a couple of really exciting 
conference races coming up. So between the SEC, the Big Ten, the ACC, which is kind of un- unexpected, Big 12, and the Pac-12, really unexpected. Pac-12 is really good this year. Um, we didn't see Washington and Oregon. They were both off this week. So next week, you know, they'll be back in business. I think they play each other next week. So that'll be a huge game. Um, so Pac-12, uh, exciting. And before they break up their final year. Um, so Okay, uh, fun recap. Though. It was a good good week of football. Um, again, hedge three and two, so always good to come out ahead. Um, but let's move on to the NFL. NFL, um, we got the Monday night football game tonight. We've already talked about that. Go, Pack, go. Let's go. Hopefully the Packers can pull it out. Um, injuries are going to be interesting about that, but we've already talked about that. So let's recap what happened. Um, not a whole lot of ups. Well, a lot of good covers, not nothing, no, no huge upsets like last week. Um, we didn't have, I guess, like an official five picks or whatever we did for the hedge, but we talked about like every game and we picked, we did really good on at least covering the upsets, covering the the teams getting points. You know, we had the Jags covering and they covered and won. We had the Texans and they barely covered on that half point, but that's a cover. Um we had the Panthers, so that didn't work out covering. We had the Colts, and they obviously won and covered. Um, and then we did not have the Steelers. Man, what a terrible game for the Ravens that was. They couldn't catch the ball. Um, and then otherwise, um, we did not have the Jets either. So, But we had a couple of those big covers. We had the Colts winning outright, so that was big. Um, the Dolphins covering, we had that, which seemed pretty inevitable. Man, I did not see the Saints just absolutely destroying the Patriots. Bill Belichick's, man, he's looking shaky. Um, sad to see, honestly. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not sad. Not like I like him. Good to see him lose finally. Ah, But um, it is weird to see how bad they are all of a sudden. Um, and it's just kind of weird to see how Tom Brady went out on top and he's just falling apart. <laughs> so, um but uh, the Saints, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see the Saints and the Falcons battling for that division. And the Bucks. you got to give the Bucks some credit, so we'll see. But I think it's going to come down to the Saints and the Falcons. Um, the Lions really look good. Lions look like a top team. Um, not to jump too far ahead, but obviously the Cowboys look terrible against the Niners. Maybe the 49ers are just that much the best team. But... The Niners, the Eagles, the Lions, they're all kind of top-tier NFC. So good for the Lions. Um, in terms of other big news, the Steelers got a big win. AFC North is crazy. Um, the Bengals might still be my favorite to win the AFC North. <laughs> finally, Joe Burrow looks good. Got Jamar Chase involved. They finally got that connection going. And if Joe Burrow looks healthy, what he did, if he stays healthy, then I, I feel like you got to like the Bengals. You probably get really good odds on them right now to win it. Um, but I'll look that up here, but you probably get good odds on the Bengals. I mean, you don't want to count the Ravens out. They had a terrible game. Um, they really should have beaten the Ravens. I mean, sorry, the Steelers by a lot. Um, there were Steelers who are in first. I almost trust the least <laughs> in that division, which is kind of strange. Um, the Browns are kind of back and forth. I still kind of believe in the Browns. So that's weird. The AFC North is going to be a wild division. I feel like all year. Um, uh, the Eagles still looking dominant. I feel like it's the Eagles and the 49ers for sure. But again, like the Lions and the Cowboys are kind of there. Um, Bengals bounce back. Man, the Vikings look bad. The Chiefs take care of business. The Vikings, man, they're just uh, 
I don't know what the Vikings are doing. And maybe Justin Jefferson's going to be out next week. I saw that might be something. Right now, the Vikings, if you look at, um, if we jump ahead to next week, I think the Vikings are favored against the Bears right now. And it's looking like Justin Jefferson might not play. Sources telling me <laughs> Justin Jefferson might not play. So if that happens to be the case, that line's going to change drastically. So I now might be a good time. Put a little something-something on the Bears plus three um at home home doggy um with that if the vikings don't have jefferson i don't know what they're going to do on offense so you know something to think about vikings are bad maybe the bears yeah, we didn't even talk about it. the bears got their first win finally so good for them good for the bears good for the lions some of our rivals you know it's good to see them get a little bit of success coming from my cocky arrogant packers fan so <laughs> no i'm only allowed to be like that because i basically we've had Farvin Rogers my whole life, so hard not to be. And now we'll see, man. Jordan Love. I wish I had Colin here with me. We could talk. We could gush about Jordan Love, but he looks pretty good. We'll see tonight if he can uh, keep going. A little Monday night performance. Rogers was always good in prime time, so we'll see if Love can uh, follow suit. Um, but I guess that's all for today. Um, again, we'll try to come back Wednesday night and get the NFL and the college picks out the next Thursday and Friday there. Um, so thanks for joining me. Um, I will see you all later this week when we get those picks out. Hopefully we do well on our picks tonight for the Packers game. Go Pack Go. Um, if you've got a good parlay going, don't forget to hedge those bets. Bet responsibly. Thank you for listening. And I will see you all next time on The Hedge with Double D. See ya.